As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Very spooky. Okay, you guys, this is well, we are Corinne and Sabrina. Hi, hello. Hello, we, it's still two girls, one ghost. Two And Leia, of course. She's always here. And Leia. She's pumped about this, and so are we. Pumped. So you are about to embark upon a journey from our very first show, our very first live show on Spotify's new app called Green Room, where, if you don't know, we go live every week, every Tuesday, and you guys get to come up and share your ghost stories with us and have a conversation with us, and it's just an amazing, fun community, I don't know, experience? Is that the best yes. way to put it? 
it's awesome because even if you're not trying to hop on the stage with us and go off mute and chat, there's still a chat feature. There's still just the opportunity to listen to things live. It's the energy is so high. It's so fun. We had an absolute blast doing it for the very first time. Uh And that's what you're about to hear. It's our very first episode. We have three very brave phantoms who joined Mm -hmm. us on stage. We hope you enjoy and we hope it motivates you to come join us live every tuesday we go live on spotify green room app you can follow us on there and then every time we go live you'll be notified but we go live every tuesday at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern we'll be there every week so we can't wait for you to join us so download the app Search under people for campfire stories and you'll be able to find us. Our social media also has it linked if you're struggling to find us. But we will see you every Tuesday live and then we will be posting a few weeks later the episode, the live episode onto our podcast feed so you can relive it, revisit it, re-listen to it as many times as you want. We hope you enjoy. Heard on Spotify Green Room. We're waiting for Corinne to get on. This is, you know, we're new. There she is. Am I here? You're here. Woohoo! Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm like going to cry. This is, this is really fun. It's so fun. And it's something we've been waiting and talking about doing for months now. And it's actually happening my, I'm like, I have, I have uh, jitters. I'm shaking. <laughs> Me too. Uh, and there's so many of you guys here. Honestly, I had this like dark fear that no, no one was going to show up. <laughs> and you also, all the time, I was like, your mic's not going to work. No one's going to be here. It's just going to be me sitting <laughs> alone in a room at 11 PM at night. By yourself. No, never. Also, I, I treated this as if we were doing a live show, like a real live show. I truly, I put makeup on. I'm wearing a two girls, one ghost t-shirt, even though none of you can see me. Wow. I even covered up the zit that decided to grow in between my eyebrows. It's my third eye pimple, <laughs> even though none of you can see me. I really appreciate your commitment. I think it looks... You look great. I did the reverse. I'm literally in bed, like in my pajamas under the covers. It is is 11 p.m. for you, which means that by the end of this, Corinne will be creeping into the haunting hours and probably be terrified and not be able to fall asleep. Yeah. All the East Coasters are with me here. It's, this is, this is a little late. So it's actually spooky, but Um, we're so stoked. We're kicking off. This is the last week of October. Sunday is Halloween Halloween week. So literally the most perfect time ever for us to be doing this. Absolutely. This is Campfire Stories. And if you don't know us, if you're new to who Corinne and Sabrina are, we are also the hosts of Two Girls, One Ghost podcast. And this is our live version where you guys can join us and tell us your ghost stories. And I love seeing people in Missouri, Hawaii. I mean, this is fun to read the chat too. I know we've got a few Massachusetts. About, yeah, this chat, is, I'm going to be chatting the whole time. I know. Let's see how much we can work with that here. <laughs> um, if there are any problems ever, let us know. We'll try to read as quickly as we can talk. As we get into this, the plan is to take uh, listeners, bring you up on stage, so-called stage, and hear your ghost stories and do our very best to scare Corinne so she can't sleep. 
<laughs> and Sabrina. Maybe I'll get some meows from Leia too. Yeah. She's been pretty active. She finally snuggled up next to me, which is nice. I appreciate it. Thank you, Leia. I'm in the chat right now and congrats to Courtney. She's listening from her honeymoon. So that's <gasps> oh, a huge commitment. Where's your honeymoon, Courtney? Uh, but but yes, to, to just preface this, if you haven't listened to our most recent episodes or heard about Green Room and Campfire Stories, we're going to be doing this every week. So it's going to be live. We're kicking it off at this time mm-hmm. this week to be extra spooky for the Halloween spooky. season. Oh my gosh. But then the moving week. forward, it will be a little bit earlier. So just check all of our social medias, listen to our episodes and, and we'll mm-hmm. give you proper updates all the time. Yes. But Sabrina, I think you have something to start us oh. off. Did I come prepared because you scared me by scaring yourself that no one was going to talk? Yes. <laughs> I did a little bit of homework and extra work for everyone. <laughs> Um, I love it. So basically, I wanted to get everyone in the mood and start it up with a spooky Halloween, I guess just paranormal game in general, that I don't know, maybe you don't have plans for this Halloween. You're maybe a little bit too old to go trick-or-treating and I don't know, don't know how to spend this, our favorite holiday, probably most of your favorite holiday. So let me suggest perhaps playing a terrifying paranormal game called (laughs) Charlotte's Mirror. And also, if you don't know me yet, I do not recommend playing this at all. Corinne and I would never play this, but it's just fun to talk about. Where did you you find this? I've never heard of this. The internet. It's also called... Everything on the internet. (laughs) It's also called Charlotte's Web. I think it's based off... Or, okay. Well, let me just tell it. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't look in a mirror right now. And don't be in a dark room with a mirror and another person because that might be scary. Everyone turn your lamps on. Cover your mirrors. Yes, but don't have candlelight because you don't want that for this game. Okay, so in this game, you'll need one preferably willing friend to join you. And the object of this so-called game is to summon Charlotte. And as the legend goes, Charlotte Webster was a seven-year-old girl who lived in the 1400s and her mother was accused of being a witch and was burnt at the stake. This young girl watched her mother die in agony and escaped into the woods. She couldn't have known what to do. She was so young and had no means of surviving. And according to the legend, it says that she died in those woods. So to play this game and to contact Charlotte, you need a flashlight. But again, do not use flame of any sorts, no candles, no lighters, because Charlotte's mother was burnt at the stake and she does not appreciate fire. The second thing you need is a child's toy, which is something you think that Charlotte might enjoy because it's an offering to her. So basically, think of what a child would want. And then you need two chairs and a large mirror. When darkness falls, you must set up the large mirror in a dark room. Make sure to cover the windows completely so no outside light enters the room. And this is where I'm already out. I was out earlier, but I'm out again. (laughs) Red flag. (laughs) Red flag. (laughs) Uh, So you set both chairs facing the mirror and then present the toy to Charlotte at the mirror. When everything is in place, you turn on your flashlight Take a couple of breaths. And then this is important. You and your partner or your friend you're with, the willing participant, again, remember, key key, key phrase. Well, one question. Yeah. Jose in the, chat, in the chat asked, do dogs count as a friend? I don't think so because dogs can't speak. And this is a very important part of this game is that you and the partner okay. or your friend have to, in unison, say we want to play Charlotte's Web one time. and. 
it's really important that you're very, very in unison with each other. Apparently, if you're even like a millisecond off from each other, it won't work. Okay, well, then I'm never going to repeat <laughs> what you said because I don't want to risk you and I both saying it at the same time. Annoying. Oh, and then we're like, we're through phones. We've suddenly created this whole vortex. No I don't have any mirrors in this room though. So that's good. Although I wonder if the reflective surface of all the windows would count. I literally got started, startled earlier today. Starter. Started. <laughs> it's 11 p.m. Give me a break. <laughs> when I got to the bottom of my, of my teacup and it's a really dark color purple and I saw my eyes looking back at me and I was very spooky. <laughs> anyway. You scared yourself. Okay. So or, if you are in unison and you say this, you look in the mirror and you keep your eyes on the reflection of the toy and you wait. And you're not supposed to take your eyes off the mirror the entire time. Oh yeah. Um, Ashley just said, if any of you do this, please tell us. Yes, please, please do. But also don't do it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Don't sue us. <laughs> yeah. We're I did give a disclaimer. I did do, I did disclaim that. Okay. So Eventually, if, if you did this properly, properly, Charlotte can will come to you and she will like appear misty in the mirror. But she also can sense fear, so she won't come if you're afraid, which means that maybe well, she would never come for who's us. Who's not afraid when playing this? What? Raise your hand if you're not afraid when you play games like this. Yeah, let us know. Send a little gif of you raising <laughs> your hand if you're the brave one. Because it's, yeah. it's not me and it's not Sabrina. Roxy said we all said hard pass. Thank you. See, this is why we all get along here. We're all on the same page. Uh, Okay, so if Charlotte deems you worthy, she will start answering questions for you. And basically anything you want to ask about your future, the past, whatever it is, I I don't know. It's like a fortune teller. She will answer questions for you. uh And then basically the game can end whenever you want. But when you want to end the game, again, you and your friend in unison must say, Goodbye, Charlotte, at the exact same time. Again, if you don't say it correctly. Goodbye, Charlotte. Goodbye, Charlotte. Yeah, what's the tone? What's the inflection we have to have? Can we be creepy? Or I think just normal. Be? Don't be creepy. Okay. Charlotte doesn't Goodbye, want to be Charlotte. Goodbye, Charlotte. <laughs> Bye. Bye, girl. <laughs> but again, if you don't say it in unison exactly, then she might not ever go away and you may have invited her into your space. Uh, no, thank you, Charlotte. I agree, Chris. Um, and then all seems easy, like, you know, sounds like Charlotte's a sweet girl, right? Wrong. Well, sometimes right, but also sometimes mm-hmm. wrong because there are many catches to this game. And the first is if Charlotte does not like your offering, she may appear and be very mad and try to screw with your head and come out of the mirror and like taunt you. Oh, um, this is really bad time for all the people that were saying that they were putting on mascara and washing their face <laughs> as you started talking about this. Hurry up. Oh, no. Um, Caroline, I am, I am anti Ouija. I'm saying don't play this. It's just a fun game to talk about. So the other very important thing is to never look away from the mirror because if you look away, Charlotte can come on in and also never be rude to Charlotte. Also, as a fun fact, this is something I love about Charlotte. Charlotte also apparently hates pedophiles, which I mean, who doesn't, but if you're a secret pedophile, Charlotte will come for you. She's, she's doing the work for everyone else. Yeah. Thank you, Charlotte. The Lord's work. And that's Charlotte's mirror. Everyone, everyone went from being like, I, I'm scared of Charlotte to go Charlotte queen. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. At least. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's freaking spooky. Yeah. That's a game that I will not be playing. And I know you're not going to be playing. No. 
No. But yeah, I guess if, if anyone else is brave, I mean, obviously we've, we've had, we did a haunted games, paranormal games episode and we read mm-hmm. listener stories. So mm-hmm. we've obviously heard from a few of you guys that you have done stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, has anyone played it? Yeah. I love the games episodes. Yeah. They're kind of my favorite, which is probably why I decided to find a paranormal game to start this. Um, <laughs> well, now that we are sufficiently fo- spooked uh, by Charlotte and, and all mirrors and reflective surfaces in our homes, should we, should we mm-hmm. start? Should we bring someone up for a ghost story? Yes. Yeah. So the way, so if, if people haven't used this app before, the way that this works is you can ask to speak and then whoever is, is manning the, the phone at that time, which is Sabrina this week, uh, will get the request that you've asked to come speak. And so we'll be able to invite you to essentially come off mute and talk with us and tell us your, your encounter. Yeah. Yeah. And the plan is we're going to try and get as many people up here as possible. It's a one hour episode. So knowing that that is um, a time constraint. We can't get everyone, but we are going to be doing this many... We're going to be doing this for the foreseeable future every other week. So there will be time. Your time will come. Yeah. Also, Corinne, your photo is beautiful. I'm just just realizing it. Thank you. I felt like it was very Stephen King. It was like a misty morning in Maine. So although my hair is much longer than that, I thought it was appropriate for spooky time. I really like it. Oh, I should use my spooky photo from the wedding where I'm like staring into the camera and you're behind me. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll redo our we'll, profile soon. We'll, you, we, uh, we'll, is re, anyone we'll coming, rebrand. Come okay. join us. So um, the very first person who raised their hand was Emmy. So Emmy, you're coming up. Woo, Emmy. Hello, Emmy. You'll likely have to unmute yourself. It looks like she's unmuted. Well, why do oh. I say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. Hello? I'm nervous. Hello. Oh, Emmy. Hi. Hi, Emmy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't believe I'm the first guest. This is so... Um, I just found your podcast this morning, actually. And I've been binging the whole day. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm so no way, glad I'm the, here like, to talk with you guys right now. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm anxious. I'm we are too. <laughs> oh, us um, too. You're not alone there. Okay, good. Planning hands over here. <laughs> so actually... <laughs> Do you have a ghost story? Yes, I have a couple, but I'll just tell the most recent one, I guess. So um, basically in September, my friend, whose awful name is Sabrina, and she's from L.A., is it, is it this? <laughs> I know, right? I feel right? Like this is a description. I know, right? Is it yeah, my doppelganger? Maybe it is. Well, she does have blonde hair, so it could be like a different <laughs> alternate version of you. Ooh. Yeah, so Enjoy she it. came from LA and I live in Canada, Toronto. So we went um, and decided to take a trip to Niagara-on-the-Lake. And for anyone who doesn't know, Niagara-on-the-Lake is a very, very haunted town. It's where... They fought the Battle of 1812. So they have an old fort there on the Canadian side called Fort George. And on the American side, I believe they have another fort called Fort Erie. And so basically, um, we decided to take a ghost tour there because they offered tours at night. Um, And it's just with a lantern and it's pitch black at night. Yeah, it's very spooky. Oh, that's so <laughs> and spooky. And so it's worth noting, actually, that 
uh, I actually went on this tour when I was 12 years old <laughs> with my sister and my mom because my mom is very into uh, ghost stories and stuff like that. So she decided to take her to 12-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> we love her already. Yeah, you're never too young. Exactly. You dragged her to a haunted tour and started for the rest of your life. You would, never would have ended up with us if you exactly. hadn't gone. You're so right. And then I wouldn't have gone again and had this experience. So yes, but it was like when we went, um, I was very nervous. I didn't want to go, but then basically, I was very glad I went after because throughout the trip basically at the beginning of the tour they make you turn off your phone and they say no flash photography anything so it's literally just the lantern from the guide and you're following the guide throughout the whole fort and we are the last tour of the night and then basically what happened was there was two other kids on the tour and the rest were adults we're walking through the fort and he was telling the ghost stories and as he's telling the ghost stories like you know you're kind of looking around hoping to see a ghost but you don't really see anything and then we're walking back and he's just like talking, telling us mm-hmm. the history of the port. And all of a sudden, my mom, my sister and I all like stop in our tracks and we're like, oh, my God, what is that? What is that? Did you see that? Like all checking with each other that we all saw the same thing. And I kid you not, we saw all saw and we confirmed with each other what we saw. It was the same thing after apparitions of soldiers dressed in the battle like clothes oh. of the British soldier uniforms. <gasps> yeah. From that time period of 1812. And we knew it was that time oh period because we had went on the day tour where they had the people, you know, dressed in costumes during the day. And so we definitely saw ghosts right. because they weren't people. They weren't, you know, there's no light source of a projection coming from somewhere. And Whoa they were see-through and then they were like there and they weren't and it, it was, was all three all three of, of you saw your yes. mom your sister and, and you it was oh, wow. also the two other kids that were on the tour were also like freaking out and kind of screaming and we were all screaming together and my mom is very <laughs> <laughs> intuitive so, and empathetic so I don't she's always been in tune with that like side of herself so I think that's why maybe she was the only adult able to see it Whoa. So that was, that is so freaky. freaky. Oh my God. So cool. Yeah. It's so, yeah. It was a, like misty. It's such a good story, you know, it's, it's worth it. Oh my gosh. It was misty. And I suggest if anyone's listening that you go on this ghost tour, because it was so good. It's the Fort George Niagara on the Lake ghost tour. But anyways. Wait, sorry. Sorry. Is the Fort George side? Is that the the Canadian Canadian side side or the? Okay. Yes. Well, I guess we got to plan a trip. Yeah. Fine. Well, now I'm like advertising for tourism. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Corinne and I have been talking about for years about how we just want to go on a haunted road trip and go around oh God, the world yeah. and go to haunted places. So this will have to make our list. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, what you're making me point. feel is that it's a shoe in that we'll be able to see these ghosts when we go because the, fact, like, the majority <laughs> well, of your it sounds tours like you them. guys are like um, really in tune with that side of yourself. Like you've been doing the podcast for years and it just from hearing you guys like speak, I, I think you would be able to see something, but it's not for sure. You would see something just saying, cause like I did go on it. So this is the second part of the story. I basically went on it again because I wanted to re-experience it. Um, yes. and I wanted to see, you know, if the second time around I'd mm-hmm. ever see something and I was grown up now, I'm, I'm 23. And so I wanted to go with, um, my friend, Sabrina, the one from LA, 
and I went with my sister. <laughs> so we went together. Um, we did like an 11 p.m. tour, one of the last tours. And the guide is taking us through the fort, the same as last time, no phones and just a lantern. And then we're walking through the fort. And the first stop we make is at this old, basically like barren, where they had some of the wives, the children and the soldiers stay. And so essentially he was telling us, you know, historical facts about the building. And then he told us that one of the first ghost stories is that if you look into this window, which we were standing right in front of. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Worst timing. And if you look into this window, maybe like, so essentially what a lot of our um, guests on our tours were experiencing was they kept saying, oh my God, I saw something in the window when we walked past it. And we kept getting (gasps) this comment over and over Uh. again. And all of us would just laugh laugh it off because you know we're the tour guides we know like what's in that window there's a pool in that window and people don't know the structure of the building so they think they see a ghost out of the like you know corner of their eye but really it's just a pool and when you walk past it it's like the parallax effect so it looks like it's following you so Mm. yeah oh my god Wait, now I want one of those in my, in your window. Yeah. If I know that it's there and I know it's a trick, I'll be fine. Oh my gosh. Just everyone else. Just to scare yourself? Of course you would, Corinne. (laughs) To scare everyone else. Oh, to scare everyone else. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also going to steal the lantern only idea and only have lanterns. No, that's a good idea. Decorate it for Halloween and then just, you know, see what people's reactions are. (laughs) I love that you're having fun about this, Corinne, because I poorly picked a spot right in front of a window and I just keep looking oh, no. over my shoulder. I know. I'm, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. We, have, we like... have a question from the chat. People yeah. are asking, what, what were the soldiers doing when you saw them? Right. Okay. So that's a really good question. So the ones I saw were, sadly, they were laying on the ground and they're dead. And <gasps> Oh my god! You couldn't see blood or anything, but I could see they were struggling. There's two of them. And then the other ones we saw all together were like a bunch of British soldiers, like marching in a line together, like down the, on the grass and we were on the path. Yeah. And then actually we just talked about it last night again. So it's funny. I'm telling the story now, but (laughs) yeah. So then what happened basically on this trip? will freak you out even more it freaks me out even more um so yeah they were explaining the parallax effect and we're all there all the tour guides were like laughing about it when people would bring in their stories at the end of the tour and say oh my god I think I saw something but then it changed when one of their staff members Mm -hmm. saw something and the staff member said no guys I don't think, I don't think this is just the pool. Like there is someone in there. I swear to God, I thought I saw a man in there walking back and forth. And everyone was like, what? No, they don't, they didn't really believe it. But then they were like, okay, the staff member has been there for a long time. So, you know, let's, let's believe him. I don't know. And then essentially that they started telling this new ghost story when they would walk past this building and more and more people would report seeing the man walk back and forth. So then they said, okay, well guys, you know, we're going to pass the window, look in there and see if you can see him. Of course we walk past the window and we look in and I peer in and no, 
there's nothing there. It's just the pole that he's talking about. And everyone sees the same thing, kind of disappointed, you know, <laughs> going to the next stop on the tour. So now we're up on the top of this huge hill where they used to fire cannons. And you can still see the window if you look back. But our backs are facing the window because we're facing, you know, the tour guide who's telling the story, trying to listen to him. And all of a sudden, my sister taps me on the shoulder and she goes, <laughs> and she whispers, did you, did you, do you see that? <laughs> She's looking back at that window. And I turn around, I look back at the window and I'm like, what? And she's like, look, look in the window. And she's trying to whisper so she doesn't distract the group. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh my, oh my God, gosh. I'm squinting my eyes. And I see almost what it looks like to be a curtain, a curtain, like moving back and forth. And I was like, oh, it's probably just a curtain, you know, like, and then she's like, yeah, but don't you see it? Mm -hmm. No, it's walking back and forth. I'm like, what's walking back and forth? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what, what? And I tried to just tell her to be quiet because I didn't want to disturb the group. And I wanted to focus on the, um, tour guide story and then she like couldn't stop like tugging me to look back so I, I looked back a second time <laughs> and I squinted my eyes to try and see and I'm like oh my god oh my god I kid you not I saw an outline of a man and clear as day walking back and forth and it wasn't my eyes just playing tricks on oh me. My like gosh. I tried not to look back, but I couldn't. And I kept looking back and squinting my eyes over and over yeah. again, like like rubbing my eyes to see if I was like dreaming or something. I don't know. It was um, um we How were far away around, were you? It's like I I'm, I don't have such a good sense of, you know, um me neither so you can totally okay. lie <laughs> I, I guess I, I won't envision the correct okay, thing anyway ran like 30 feet away so like it was it was not that okay. far but it was like it was like across a field and up the hill so you could still see I kind of light. love this ghost because it, yeah. it sounds like this ghost like knows the pole is there yeah. and that people have mistaken it as a ghost and yes. so he's like I can get away haunting here yeah. yes exactly and right. so wow basically um, what happened was, is like, I saw him clear as day walking back and forth. And then we tugged on our friend, Sabrina. And we're like, Sabrina, do you see that? Sabrina, do you see that? And she's like, what, what? And then she turns around and we're like, look in the window. Cause the window was lit up. Sorry, I forgot to say this. So you could see clearly if there was someone in there or a silhouette. <laughs> and it was clearly a silhouette oh, wow. walking mm -hmm. back and forth. And he was like partially see-through it's like an apparition like the same as last time and so then um she's like what what and at first she just saw like like me like a curtain kind of moving back and forth like movement but not really and then we told her to look again and she she saw it too so all three of us saw it wow and then the end of they go through the rest of the tour the end of the tour like comes to a close and they ask like you know if anyone saw anything and we we're like hesitant, but we raised our hands and we we're like, um, well, we saw something, but we're not really sure, you know, we don't know. And then he's like, yeah, go ahead. And my sister begins to explain the story. And he's like, oh, really? And we're like, yeah. He's like, okay, first of all, I'm going to tell you there's no curtains in that building. 
And we're like, oh, oh God, okay. <laughs> and second of all, I thought you were going to say something else. I thought you were going to say you saw the ghost of Sarah Ann. I wasn't expecting you to see that ghost. And we're like, what? Oh, who's Sarah Ann? Like, why? And he's like, so Sarah Ann Tracy is another ghost. and It's a child ghost that they tell the story of her on the tour. And basically what happened to her is she spent a lot of time in the uh, fort with her parents because her, her dad was, I think, the general or something like that. And um, I might be butchering this, but, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically uh, they spent a lot of time there and she didn't pass in the fort, but they think she came back because she had spent so much time there. Wow. Um, I feel like yeah. that happens yeah. a lot with children. Like fond memories. All the time. But I, I like that. Yeah, that you didn't you didn't see. Yeah, it yeah, and you got this bonus ghost that like no I one know, was expecting right? you to see. But you're you're totally freaking out some of some of the other people <laughs> in the chat. Like Desiree's like, oh my god, I have to watch so many hours of the Oh office. my god. Tori's like, I'm watching this, Barbie movie. Oh after my god, this. oh my god. This is honestly <laughs> I've never I mean, Corinne and I are so used to just like reading stories and, and chit-chatting between the two of us. This yeah. is the, I haven't stopped smiling this entire time because it is so fun really? to hear other people's oh, stories live. Too. And I mean, round of applause to you, Emmy, for being the very first. Yes, thank you for oh. being our, our <laughs> first you. storyteller. Well, our first victim. <laughs> the first victim. Yes. Thanks no, you're so great. Thank, thank you so for much for making Emmy. me feel, you know, comfortable to tell it because I was so nervous. <laughs> oh my God, you did not seem oh nervous gosh. at all. Okay. You are fantastic. Thank you. I think we're all nervous. I think we all have a little bit of social anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> my heart has Especially, been you know, like, you were well for the past three hours. Pandemic so. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my Apple watch is like, take a deep breath. Oh, take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess just to wrap this up, because I don't want to take all of the time, but um, essentially what happened at the end was he's like, oh, I, I thought you were going to see Sarah and uh, Tracy. And we're like, oh, why is that? And he's like, oh, because... Well, when there's a group of three women, more when it's sisters, and my my sister was there with me, and my friend Sabrina, we call her a sister, like we're very mm-hmm. close. Um, she tends to show up, and we're like, oh, that's so strange because, like, my mother's name is Tracy, and my friend's mother's name is Tracy, and we're hoping to see the ghost of Sarah Ann Tracy, like, but she didn't show, but the other ghost showed. And later I'll come to find out why that ghost showed up. Don't do this, people. (laughs) (laughs) My sister, she didn't tell me this, decided to call on the ghost when we're there. After he told the story. (gasps) Oh my God. Yeah. No, that's when you need to make a pack. Can I... At the beginning of the tour, here's the yeah. do's and don'ts. Has your sister played with a Ouija board? No, no. no. Okay. <laughs> I, we never touched that stuff. We're good, very spiritual. Good, good. She, she put, she said she put a like protection around us before and like put white light around us. I don't know if you know what that is, but to like just make sure that like it doesn't attach to us. Mm-hmm. But I actually yeah. like got teary eyed when I saw that ghost walking back and forth because I felt Whoa. so sad. It's trapped in there, you know, Aww. like, um, and what they said, why he walks yeah. back and forth is because uh, they did reconstruction and because a lot of the fort burnt down 
and they moved the door from the side to the front. So it looked more like presentable to the audience and people coming on the tours. And they think that the ghost is confused, like why the door moved. So he just walked back on the door. That's really sad. I felt so sad for it. So. That's that's a situation where I wish that they Sabrina and I are not mediums. We yeah. we have no capability of like calling them the dead. But I wish in that they scenario that they would bring someone in yeah. who could kind of like help guide that. Exactly. Help guide that's him. what yeah. I thought. And then well, I hope I don't know if I should say well, they won't find out. But anyways, I, I said <laughs> I said a little thing to like release the ghost kind of. I'm not a medium or anything. Oh good. I'm glad. Oh good. No, but like more more intentions and, and more positive yeah. vibes out there. And if we'll, I like, I believe I just, in the energy of it all. Yeah. And I just like said, you know, it's okay. It's safe to cross over to the other side. There's people waiting for you, you know, like you can go to the light. Like right. go towards the door okay, that's here. Right. You. You know? I'm sure they really appreciated that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Well, just, thank you again, yeah. Emmy. We're so yeah. so appreciative. So grateful. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thanks thank for you. Me tell the You'll story. have to, of course, yeah, catch up on the chat too because people were giving you really great comments. There are a lot of yeah, a lot <laughs> oh, of comments to thanks. you. Thanks, guys. All right, we're gonna send Emmy Bye. back, and then we're gonna bring up someone new. Let's see. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Kevin, looks like you're the next request. We have a lot of you, and I'm sorry we're not going to be able to get to all of you, but it is so cool seeing... It looks like I'm a speaker request, too, even though I'm already speaking. But okay. Hello, Kevin. Kevin. You're on mute if you can hear us. <laughs> like Eric said, what's up, Kevin? <laughs> Great. Kevin. 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 Oh, hello. Kevin? Hi. Hello. Hi. We can hear you. We're well, excited to hear your spooky yeah. tale. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've actually, um, I've been a fan since like the very beginning, like the first podcast. So I'm like, this has been what? like years and like running. Um, so oh I'm like God. really excited. I'm like wow. a huge fan. We're, we're excited to meet you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not every day you. that we, wait, this is actually really interesting. We had someone who just found us today and then you found us at the very beginning. In the I beginning. Like which is like a bookend of our you. podcast career. Yeah, thank we you. We commend you, Kevin, for, <laughs> for hanging in there through uh, some of the hard days. 
Yeah. Hopefully you think we got better. And if you don't think that, don't tell me. <laughs> oh, no. But you he's guys still here, are, so that's what matters. No, you guys are like such an... I don't even like... Sorry, I'm like... I'm kind of like fangirling right now. So I'm like really <laughs> no, excited. Okay. I'm um, fishing for compliments, so... <laughs> Yeah. Usually it's uh, I'm the one fishing for compliments. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, we're so happy you're here. Yeah, thank you. I like did I didn't think I was gonna get picked at all. So I was like I was half like hoping. I was like, oh okay, maybe maybe they'll like pick me. And then like I was like picked and I was like, oh okay, all right. I had to like <laughs> myself. Um rushing to the un- unmute. Yeah. I know I feel like we're gonna catch some people in some inopportune moments. Yeah, you definitely caught me off guard. I was like, like, oh, like, you know what name? And then I heard Kevin and I'm like, okay, time to take out the Invisalign. (laughs) Uh, So I have like a few stories. Um, I've had some experiences myself that I I can't explain. Um, The one that stands out the most, I was... Six years old. Well, I guess I should preface by saying that I grew up, I I've, I still live in uh, my town, Elgin, Illinois, and um, it was founded by uh, two brothers, and they were the Gifford brothers, and it was basically like, I, I, I don't remember both of their names, but I remember the first one, and his name was James, and it was James T. Gifford, and he built my home like the house I grew up in until I was about 10 or 11 and we had to move out um but it it's pretty much the oldest house in Elgin it's the only house that um was like built from like the rocks from the river which was like a block down from the house and the thing that is so cool he had actually built two houses so he built the house that him and his wife and his family lived in, which actually got burned down in the fire. I don't know when, but it was like somewhere during like the early 1900s. And so I remember like my, my parents said that I often talked to walls and I had this like crib in the corner of like my parents' bedroom. And my, Oh my God, you were a creepy kid. Yeah. You were the, you oh, were the creepy. Oh yeah, no, Tell definitely. Your email us. <laughs> we want to hear. It. <laughs> I was like, I just like, I remember like my family just they sensed that I now my family all has something like we all have different. My sister uh, Jackie, she's actually just recently got in touch with like her third eye. It's amazing, and like she went to this psychic medium about a week ago. And it, she got in contact with her grandmother, um, which we're, we're actually, uh, half siblings. We have different, we have the same mom, just different dads from a different marriage. And they're, my sisters are much older than I am. So, you know, it's, it's a whole other story, but she got in touch with her grand, her, her grandparents. And it was amazing because she, she, told the story exactly verbatim and my sister was just floored like how do you know all of this so and she was just like you just have a really strong you have so many people coming in at once so like I know that we 
we as a family, like we definitely oh have gosh. like something that's like, not, I don't want to say like attached, but there's just a lot of people coming in at once. So, I mean, maybe you guys are just more gifted. You're more yeah, open. I guess I would yeah, say that. Your maternal line, if it's happening to both you and your half sister. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, sorry. I kind of went off track a little bit. No, we love hearing this. Oh. I also didn't want to interrupt your story. Is, yeah. But as you said, your sister's third eye opened. I pointed to my zit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember you saying that. <laughs> I was like, is mine opening too? <laughs> is this my time? <laughs> so I just remember living in that house growing up. And I just remember seeing certain things. I had, we eventually had, there was like, it was an apartment house. And we lived in the upstairs for like the first five years of my life. And then we moved to the downstairs apartment, which was like much bigger. It actually took up the entire uh, downstairs. And I remember like weird stuff would happen. And I had a bedroom that was like built in the 70s that was attached. But it was, there was like no airflow at all. And it was constantly cold and it had these like huge windows that basically just took up one whole side of the room. And I, 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 it was my bedroom for like the last five years. And I remember there was this window, this double sided window that was originally just a window of the house, but then it became double sided because they had to build, they had to build, um, like a door next to it, but I didn't have a door. So we just had to like put up curtains. And I remember like the curtains would just like flow back and forth all night. And I just never had a good feeling in there. And I, I do remember one time waking up and there was something standing in the double sided because you could see. No, 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 no. (laughs) And, I remember, and my, I was like maybe seven and I never told anybody. And I just went, I rolled, I rolled in my bed and just went back to sleep. I don't know how, I don't know how, but I just went back to sleep. I don't even know how I did it. I guess I was just too tired. Um, I was, sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah. Right. Like what, what else are you supposed to do? Just scream for nine hours until the sun comes out. (laughs) Exactly. That's how I feel. It's like, you know, as long as you don't, you know, unless you're like firm with it, you can't really, unless you're firm and making it go away, I feel, I don't want to say you're like helpless, but it's like, if you just ignore it, unless yeah, it's like yeah, vying yeah. for your attention, yes. you yes. know, you don't know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the more I ignore things, the less happens, but the more I pay attention and look, the more begins to occur. So I think you're right to, mm-hmm. to sometimes ignore those things, especially if it's spooking you in the middle of the night and just creepily standing there. <laughs> it's the worst time. We need our beauty sleep. Yeah. Wait, so was this in the house that that was that's the oldest house in your town that was built with the stones from the river? Oh, Is this yeah. The same house? Yeah, it's um so the founder of uh Elgin, the the two brothers, uh one of them being J- James T Gifford. He actually built that house for his wife and it was like the party house. And then the real house that, that got burned down was next door. And um, there's not like too much stuff I know about that house other than um, like the founder of, uh, you know, the founders of Elgin, like they would have like 
Um, cause you know, Indian tribes came throughout the town, w- were there in the town way before the founders ever founded the town. And, um, the Indian tribes would like come every morning and like wait at like the edge of the street for him to come out because they had stuff that they had to do and they had plans that he needed to be involved with. And I found that to be so interesting. And that's, it's, it's the side of Elgin that nobody really knows anymore. And so when people like hear my story or or I tell that to them, they're so surprised because it's like not a side that like anybody knows because I mean, the founder of Elgin, um, he has like schools named after him, but like nobody knows who he is. So I'm like the one that's always like, right. Cause nowadays you're preserving his story. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel kind of honored doing that because it kind of adds a feeling of, I feel like, I definitely feel like it makes me feel more at home in my town than I already do. So, and plus the thing is, is like, I've, I didn't like grow in I kind of grew into that and, and, uh, sorry I'm like fumbling because I'm like so like scatterbrained right now I still can't <laughs> believe you guys chose me I really like, um. no we're we're with you I, you've listened to our episodes Jen and I are do the exact same thing you should listen to your to our unedited episodes and you would yeah. hear it <laughs> this is why we were so nervous for this we're like oh no we get, we have no cuts it's live, <laughs> it's live. Don't worry. you're, you're stuck great. with us but uh, so in the chat uh, Jake said there's a really great Wiccan supply store in Elgin and he drives two hours just to go there. Have you ever been or, or do you know about that store? Yes, I actually do. Um, so I believe I'm not sure if it's still around, um, but I do remember there was a store on spring street now i actually work downtown so like i know the downtown area very well i actually grew up downtown so i know it like the back of my hand and i did get something there it was like a oh i actually have it somewhere in my bedroom somewhere um but basically it was this like manifestation necklace that like it was sort of it had like a round Mm. stone attached to it and I believe it was blue and it was supposed to manifest something. But I remember we were in the store and she was like, we were all looking at like these, there was hundreds like at all in all these different colors. And they were all like attributed to something else, like all these different things that you could manifest. And I remember there was this gray one and it was like spiritual, like, you know, to, to like maybe manifest ghosts and we were sitting and we were like standing there and like I had my friend there with me and she was like I really recommend not Mm -hmm. doing it because you can let in something that you don't want and you know like who knows if it will stay with you if you you decide to keep it or not and she was like I really recommend you not doing it because I've heard bad things so you know I yeah you never know yeah, you never you never know with that type of stuff. So I'm just always yeah, I'm, I'm very wary about it. And as I I've know. gotten older, I've had less experiences just because I've actually kind of closed myself off from it because I I've had enough experiences. And um, I guess I'll just say one more little story, and then I guess that's 
that's it for me. Um, <laughs> uh, and you'll have to email us because it sounds like you have a lot of other stories from the house you grew up in. Oh, no. Yeah, quite a bit. The basement was like horrifying. Um, <laughs> the basement was... It's like when you think of like creepy basement, like from a movie, that's exactly what you would think of. Uh, I grew up with that, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I feel like everyone should grow up with it. It's oh, kind of like an situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, Don't wish yeah. that upon people. Kevin, you're going to turn the chat on you. You're getting a lot of praise. <laughs> Just because in her basement right Wishing now. these dark, damp basement. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, just. Um, so I guess, uh, the, there was a school in our town. Um, well, it's still there. It's called Channing Elementary, uh, Memorial. And, uh, it was actually, it was a, a cemetery. And before it was a cemetery, it was actually an Indian, uh, burial ground. And, um, it became a cemetery back in like the fifties and sixties, and then they removed the bodies in the seventies and actually they built the, they built the school there, but some of the bodies, I think there was like three that were like certain that were still there, but when they, I don't know the right word for it, but like exhumed or, um, like searched yeah, for like, I think that's right. They searched yeah. for like the rest of the bodies and they found like at least 10 more that they hadn't got. Um, and oh my gosh. I remember my, f- it was kindergartners and first graders were downstairs in the basement. There was only two levels. And I remember it was my lunchtime and I went to go downstairs because I had forgotten my lunchbox in the, uh, the room. And the oh, no. basement was, it was pretty small. There was only two hallways and one of the hallways both led to upstairs. And I came from the you know like let's say you're like standing in the at the corner of both hallways i came from the left side and the left side had no classrooms at all so as i rounded the corner my classroom was the first one on the left and as i rounded rounded the corner i was staring down the hallway and down the hallway is like stairs that lead to upstairs but also you know at the end of the at the uh, top of the staircase was doors that led to the outside and mm-hmm. the door opened by itself and in and she wasn't walking I told I absolutely remember she was not walking because there was no feet she was she was gliding and oh there was this woman in this white veil like dress um, it was a solid white, like th- that's all it was. And all I could think of is it was like a native dress that women would wear back in like the 1800s, very early. And I could tell immediately I knew at like six yeah. years old that this was a ghost. And oh my, my first reaction was. The, yeah. Cause remind me, this is elementary. Oh, school, yeah. Right? Yeah. This is elementary school. Oh and like. <laughs> so young yeah and i just remember knowing in my heart i was like i have to get my lunchbox that's like my <laughs> first response <laughs> like i'm hungry this. yeah and I'm i like, mean maybe she was like oh look at this little six-year-old boy he's he's wandering down here all alone i'll be his chaperone maybe she oh done. oh no it was 
definitely angry. Oh no! So it it was gliding. It, she was gliding very fast at me, and I just and it's the only apparition oh. I've ever seen. Well, I guess there's another one that I've seen, but it's not. I, it was too quick, and I can't say for certain. Um, but anyways, besides the point, um, she starts like coming at me i guess and my first reaction is to just like go and grab my lunchbox and i like turn around and i remember not even like looking i didn't even want to see if she was there i ran so fast and i never told anybody because i felt like nobody was going to believe me and i went years without telling anybody and i just kept it and i knew it was true but i just never told anybody and um a year ago i was at a barnes and noble um they actually just closed it down like a month ago i'm really sad about it um and i went i went inside and there was like an illinois uh like haunted places um section and i'm just browsing through it and i pick up a book specifically like haunted places in illinois and i flip to a random page and it's my elementary school and it's <gasps> talking about this ghost if no! you like, go to a barnes and noble in illinois and you look oh, at like this specific gosh. section and if you like there's multiple books so you would probably really have to look through it but like you will find my elementary school in it and it talks about this ghost and i just remember like being floored like and i was just like it's true it really is true and wow i just this is what i'm taking away from this is from from all of your experiences that you've had and from your interest in paying homage to your town and to the people who built it up and lived there i honestly think you're supposed to be this like investigative historian meets paranormal investigator i think now you need to go kevin and and like dig and I think you're the chosen one in your not <laughs> super. I don't mean dig in the ground. I mean oh, dig, I thought dig, you're like no, no. shovel. Dig into the information. I feel like you're the chosen one for the town. You're <laughs> supposed to like release all the spirits and help them have their story told and move on. Yeah. Well, thank you. I also per- I also like the version when you grab a shovel. Kevin, go grab a shovel and dig in the ground. No, <laughs> find her her body buried I'd beneath be the school. I'd be arrested. <laughs> Um, thank you. I really do appreciate that. Like, um, not enough people know about my town. They just, you know, if anybody lives here, they're like, oh, it's just another shitty town, you know, pardon my language. But, um, you know, when I, I like to have, I like to have some type of, I would like to remember my town in some type of way. And I just think with all this, like spiritual stuff on top of it, I think it should be talked about. Um, especially with like, not everyone believes in the paranormal and un- un- unfortunately, so, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I really, I really do appreciate that. And I, especially coming from, from you guys, oh, I can't even oh. like, I've been fan, how long have you guys been doing the podcast now? Like four or five years now, right? Four years. Four yeah. Years. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, if yeah. coming from you guys that, it means so much. It really does. Um, well, we're so glad you were able to tell your story. It was so fun having you up here. Um, we are, I can't believe it's almost nine. So maybe we'll, does anyone have like a quick two minute story? 
or or even like five. five. We can we can we can totally we go. Could. Chris a, a is willing to stay up past midnight for you guys. Here's the thing. I'm wide, Kevin. Thank you so wide much. Eyes. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you so much, Christina. I do think you're next in the request, so this is perfect. Also, my mom's getting a lot of press in here. I know. Um, I loved Christian said Deb time stories. Oh, Christina, hello. <gasps> oh my goodness, I can't believe it. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. I just want to say very quickly, Corinne, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Squishmallows. I have a Bigfoot Squishmallow and I thought of you immediately when I got it. (laughs) What is it? It, It's Benny the Bigfoot. I'll post it on Instagram and tag you guys. (laughs) They're they're these like big squishy pillows that are just good for cuddling and and stacking up on your bed. Yeah. (laughs) fun oh my gosh that's amazing i have to tell you guys oh so yeah mine's a very quick story it's actually an experience that happened to me directly growing up as a child um i live in a i'm from new york by the way so uh sabrina close to your hometown (laughs) um i live my mom my younger brother and a two-story home my brother and i were in the upstairs prefaces my mom wasn't a very active woman so she wasn't very known to come upstairs very much i wake up to this and i'll demonstrate it if i can Stud <gasps> on the door expecting it <laughs> spooky so i wake up you to got that. me i wake up, imagine being woke up abruptly at like 10 in the morning on a weekend oh my god so I, i'm milling my thoughts oh my goodness joe i'm gonna scream at you i go out my door as i open my door he's opening his and we're both yelling at each other as i'm like you punch my door and he's like no you punch mine and we're like what so uh a spiritual force punched both our doors and got our butts out of bed oh my gosh yeah that's really aggressive yeah my- like a full punch and on both of your doors at the same time at the exa- we both came out of the, uh, the room at the exact time i kid you not uh, how so weird how far apart are your doors uh maybe like five feet if i had to guess and were your doors closed or open at the time closed we both have them closed whoa so what did you guys do after this <laughs> stared at each other i mean did you text we, each other did you like go meet each other in the hallway how'd you figure we, it out so we were both like what the heck so we both quietly went downstairs make sure my mom was still asleep she was dead asleep granted if she came upstairs we would have heard her anyway and it's only the three of us in the house so it's like that this wasn't a human force whoa have you i mean has anything else happened in your house oh yes i have plenty of stories my my again like very (laughs) briefly my brothers told me how he was in his bedroom and he heard what sounded like a little girl screaming from our basement (gasps) oh my god that is terrifying (laughs) no no i told my mom straight but if i ever heard anything directly myself something like that i would have went left the house and wouldn't have came home until she got a priest in there i was very dead yeah. set like i can't because i always felt some sort of like negative energy in my home but it was in my basement haha ha, basements mm-hmm. yay kevin kevin wished it upon you <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing the oh, kevin. Kevin. Poor kevin sweetest guy and we're like it's all kevin's fault this is i just want to say thank you guys so much I, you guys really got me through my last two years of college like i found you guys randomly i was like i want to listen to a spooky podcast and just i, I it took me a year to really catch myself up with, uh, with the podcast that's and impressive and you guys actually also inspired me to start a podcast of my own so just truly thank you from the bottom of my heart amazing oh, my gosh. oh we love to hear that <laughs> 
Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. And they, also this community. I, I've actually made some friends from listening to the podcast as well. So thank you so much for this entire community. Well, we really appreciate it. We're so glad you you shared your story with us. And we yeah. are very excited for, for all of the future. <laughs> thank you. Have a good night, uh, guys. Uh, Christina, people are asking, what's your podcast? Oh, Spooky Situations Podcast. Oh, I like that. Spooky, Spooky Situation. <laughs> I feel like there'd be a cool jingle for that. I don't know what it is yet, oh. but I feel like there is one. It's just keep it spooky. spooky. (laughs) Love Love it. it. Love it. Oh my gosh. Thank Thank you, you, Christina. Thank you. Good night. Well, oh my gosh. This was freaking thrilling. As we're closing out, if everyone wants to go in the chat, I'm inspired by Desiree's comment from like 30 minutes ago. Let us know what you're <laughs> you say? what you're going to be watching or reading tonight after this. Ooh, to after this. Kind of calm yourself down <laughs> for sleep. <laughs> I'm wired. I'm not going to bed until like I know. I'm now. in such a good mood. I I know you guys want to make it longer. I, I do feel like we should let Corinne go to bed because she has a full time job it to go midnight. to tomorrow. Um Yes. But this is not but the this last. Isn't, this isn't the last. This is going to be every other week. And we're we're gonna promote it all over our social media, so you guys will will never be surprised when it happens. This yeah. was a special late night episode because it is the week of Halloween. But our regular episodes every other week, so from here on out, it will be at five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is eight p.m. Eastern. It gives us a little bit yep. more flexibility, you know, on on either end. To, on either end to yeah. have a couple more stories, you know. Yeah, what's what's a little bit more? A couple more. What's a little bit more? Um. This was so fun and truly we're sorry that we couldn't get to everyone and not everyone can share their stories tonight. I see all of you who raised your hands and wanted to speak. We, again, we have more of these coming and it will, your chance will come. Um, We're thinking about also doing some themed episodes to try to like, you know, do haunted house or haunted hotel experiences and, and kind of make it more specific for future episodes. But um, this is so fun. We yeah. So collect all of your yeah, stories. Get prepared. We are going to. This is recorded, so we're going to post it on our Two Girls One Ghost podcast feed in a couple of weeks. So look out for that and tell your friends who missed it. Or if you want to hear yourself, Emmy, Kevin, and Christina, you guys can uh, listen back to it. And yeah, I mean, I can't believe we're saying goodbye. <laughs> Edward commented, "Sad Hannah Montana transition song." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh, that's that's our transition. Thank you. <laughs> Call me Miley. Oh, I don't want to. How do we hang up? I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to either. Should we all fall asleep really together? Great. Keep it. <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> oh my gosh. What if creepy. we make everyone a speaker and we all put our phones next to our bed as we're sleeping and there's a ghost who visits us and makes weird noises in the middle of the night. Is there an option to unmute everybody all at the same time? Because if there is, we could all say, see you on the other side together. I really don't know that I can do that. We okay, might have to that's ask. That's fine. We'll we'll try to figure it out if it's possible. But if not, for for the many of us who have social anxiety and don't want to unmute ourselves and publicly speak at all, even if we're <laughs> with hundreds of others, so you'll hear Sabrina and I say it, and then you guys just say it at the same time. So, to yourselves, okay. say it on your ends on yourselves. Okay, ready? Yeah, say say it out loud, but you don't okay. have to unmute. Okay. Okay. See you. Yeah. On the other, other side. side. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Very spooky. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.